0: Today on this podcast, I'm going to share a story and experience of conditioning that I have consistently been working through and still working through. And I wanted to share this story because maybe it will touch you in some way or maybe you'll be able to connect it to one of your experiences. So for me, I have been a parent that has really focused on being stable, having security, and really living in one place the entire time. One of the reasons this is, is because when I was a child, we moved very often. And when we moved, we actually just picked ourselves up and left everything. So I don't have a lot of memories or things to connect me to some of the places that we have lived and I made it a conscious choice when I had my first son that my kids would grow up in one place because they would have friends they would have this groundedness and feeling and actually feel like they're a part of something because I have an undefined g so with me moving all the time When I was younger, I really never felt grounded or felt a part of something, which is something that I very much longed for. So I've always created the space of security and making sure that my kids went to the same schools, had friends that they grew up with, and had a real deep sense of security and safety for when they were young. But what I had done with this is I had always wanted stability and safety. And I created this for my children, which is beautiful. I'm very grateful. They're well grounded. They have a great head on their shoulders. But I realized that I stifled the fun. I always told myself that I was not the fun parent because I truly wasn't. I was truly focused on safety, security, being able to have enough money for the things that they needed and just a little bit of the things that they wanted, which is another story about how I created limitations in financial stability. But I had created a life that was very safe and secure, but like I said, the fun was not there. So this brings me back to when I was about 27. I had been in a marriage And the marriage was very abusive. I had to plan to get out of the marriage for an entire year and I had to ask permission to get a job. I had to ask permission to get a full-time job. And during this entire time, I had been planning on getting away because I had my two sons and He was very manipulative, very handsome, could definitely tell anyone anything, and they believed it. He really did this. So I truly felt that I was the one that was insane. He told me that. That I was crazy. I was nothing without him. And all of these things that he would tell me, I would lose the kids, I would lose the house. So I was in fear. So it took me an entire year to get out of that marriage, but I did. Safely, And I just want to add, I was the one that got the house and the kids, so even though he tried to belittle me so much, I knew in my heart, and plus it was when I was 28, so this was my Saturn return, I just knew I had to get out of there, so I did. And he told me within that marriage that, first of all, I had always had crooked teeth and I wanted braces. He told me I would never get braces. I always wanted a Mustang because that was my favorite car. He told me I would never have a Mustang. And honestly, that's when phones came out and I had this piece of crap phone because that's all I was allowed to have. So when we divorced, the first thing I went and did is I got my braces, I bought my Mustang, and I got my phone (laughs) because he told me that I couldn't. This was the only car, the Mustang, that I truly loved. And I kept that car for a very long time and I actually gave it to my first son when he turned 16. And when he turned 16, I did the responsible thing. I bought the car that was responsible to have the kids, right? So, it wasn't a car that I loved and I drove it and it broke down a lot. So, one day I was so sick of it breaking down that I brought it in and they offered me another car, a new car. I was broke at the time and I really could not pay that $138 for the car to get fixed and I was stressing out. But if I got a new car, what would happen is I would not have payments for the next two months and I wouldn't have to pay for my car that was broken down. So this was like a grace from God for me because I didn't have the money and I needed a car with the kids. I ended up switching the cars and buying the car, and I will tell you, I got swindled on that. I paid so much money for it. And I drove it, and I have over 90,000 miles on it. But now it's time for a new car. And the reason I'm telling you this story is because there is a pattern that I had noticed here with the safety. So I bought, I'm looking at this Bronco, because I love Broncos, and at first I looked at the Bronco Sport, I drove it, and I was like, okay, um, it kind of drives like my car, but just higher up. And I was like, is this really what it is? And I just had this feeling of, eh. and then the payment was more than I thought. And I was like, you know what? No, I don't really want that. So I sat with it and then I realized, you know what? That isn't the car that I want. I actually want the bigger Bronco, <laughs> the one where the doors can be taken off and the roof can be taken off, which is like so much more money but it was what I truly wanted or I felt I truly wanted. So I sat with it and I started pricing it and realized yes, it was a lot more than even the Bronco that I had initially looked at. So I started questioning myself here. Do I really want this because first of all, it takes more gas than what my current car is. It's gonna be way more than what my car is, was when I was actually paying on it and It's just so much more than I thought it would be and is it responsible? Is it responsible to have a car that takes more gas than what I currently have when I could just buy a car that is half hybrid? So then I would not take as much gas and I'd be more responsible. And I was talking to myself over and over about this. It would be more responsible to do this but when you look at this Bronco you get really excited and I will tell you the reason why I get excited in a bit. So I was questioning myself. I would talk to people about it. I've talked to numerous people about it. I even talked to my daughter about it. And they're all looking at me going, if you do that, you're gonna be doing exactly what you've always done. When you talk about this Bronco, this one where you take the doors and the, the roof off, you get excited, you're, you, you can't wait. And I have Chiron in the fifth house which I'm coming upon my Chiron next year. This is all about fun. I have really suppressed my fun because of having to grow up so quick. This is about fun. This is about pleasure. This is about sexuality. All of these things have been restricted because of this Chiron in this placement. This is my wounded healer. And this is an opportunity for me to actually step more into that instead of saying safe. So everyone was telling me this, and I knew this, and I knew it. So finally, I started to look for the Bronco and just trust, you know? And at first, there was none in, around here. I had to look at North Carolina and California and all these things, but then one in Tampa showed up, and I said, you know, if this falls into place, then it's, it's right timing for me, and it's right for me. And although the payments are more than I want, I know that if I bought a car that was not this, I would just be settling, and I would be just being responsible, and I wouldn't be stepping into something that is going to be fun and inspiring for me. I would be settling. And I have done that for the last 20 or so years of my life, really, on certain aspects because of being responsible. I just want to say there is a yes and. And this is what my pattern is. I'm un- uncovering. I was staying safe in so many things because I was not safe when I was younger. I didn't have stability. I didn't have running water all the time. I didn't have my own bedroom. I didn't have, I mean, even the cars that we have. I, I, I remember one car. We didn't have enough money to... Uh, fixed the windshield wipers and it was downpouring and my parents had strings on the on the windshield wipers and they were windshield wiping the car as my dad was driving in the rain that was pouring down like I can't even make this stuff up it's so funny right but it is because of that that I created this shell of safety and security which is wonderful I love it but that's not That's not what life is. It's a yes and. It's yes, safety and security. And knowing that sometimes, if you want that frivolous thing that you feel like you could do with something else, don't. Do the thing that you want. Because what is really happening when you do that is suppressing. I'm suppressing my growth. I'm I'm suppressing my self-expression. I'm settling into something less than what I truly want. And I used to feel bad about wanting like some materialistic things because truly it's well thought out for me. Like I choose to wait for the more expensive. I choose to wait until I get something that I truly want now rather than the settling like I did for 20 years. And it feels empowering. It feels like if you let yourself sometimes have those things that you could settle for something less, you're really opening yourself up for more expansion because you're stepping more so into your authenticity. And when you step into your authenticity and let you have some of those things that you desire, then you're able to grow and impact more through connecting, through community. But sometimes there's that one thing or two things that you really desire that you could make yourself feel guilty or ashamed for because it's materialistic let me ask you when was the last time that you let yourself do that for yourself without feeling guilt or shame or some people always do that and then they don't really set the intention And they're constantly doing that because of externally wanting things to make themselves feel better. So there's a balance here, right? It's about do you have security and safety in your life? Do you have that one or two or three or whatever times they come up where you actually let yourself have the bigger thing or you wait for that really what you desire? And not being off balance in either one of them. So I mentioned earlier that I would share this whole uh, a brief story about how this all came about. And uh, the reason I want to share this is because I am a Manny Gen, manifesting generator two4. And for years now, I have been learning and implementing human design, which is my strategy is wait to respond, and the two is hermiting away. The four is all about networking and opportunities through connections. So I've been really, really tuning into these aspects plus deconditioning and my open centers and all that goodness. But because of this, I wanna tell you why this Bronco story is also something else rather than the safety aspect. About a month and a half ago, I was driving down the road and I was at the light at Tampa Road and that was the first time I saw a new Bronco. And in that very second, I had a vision of me and my daughter driving to Vermont and having a vacation and taking our time and not having to be back at any certain point in time. At that very moment, that vision and that feeling came to my gut. Like, I knew this was something. And ever since then, I had been looking at the Broncos. However, first I was settling, like I said, with the spore. And, you know, the whole story I just said. But this kept coming back to me during this process. Because I could have easily let that go. But I remembered what it felt like in my gut in that moment when I saw that it was a sign and I could have questioned it I could have said oh my gosh that's so ridiculous I could have said oh maybe that will happen in 10 years or that will never happen or my card's paid off I don't really need to get a bronco all these different things you know oh I need to be I need to have more money saved or all the things that you can tell yourself but it kept coming back to me it kept coming back to me and this is I feel like the beauty of tuning in to your body's response. I had no idea, no desire, no want of this beforehand. And then all of a sudden, this vision came to me the first time I saw a bronco. And now it's happening. Because it kept coming back to me, there's something there. It was given to me. And... I feel this is going to give me and my daughter a beautiful experience where there's no time, no stress. We have a car in Vermont, so we don't have to rent it. We can go to the Adirondacks. We can go to Buffalo. We can do all the things and I can still work and coach on the road. And I could have let this intuitive hit leave me easily because my mind could have said, you don't need a car. You don't you don't want to have a car payment, you can just fly, you can rent a car, like all these different things. Why would you want to buy a new car now? All of these different things. But I know through human design, as a manifesting generator or generator, life unfolds for us. Synchronicity show up for us when you're attuning to your energy. So if you see those intuitive hits and you feel that that's right, and you take that action, then your life unfolds for you more expansive, more beautiful than you could have ever imagined. So this is why I had started this process and this is why I chose to do this. And I will also say, although there were points in times that I was struggling, like uh, frustrated, questioning, it feels right and overall it was very easy. It was very easy to find one. It was very easy to talk pricing. It was very easy to to I I mean I did it through text, honestly. When you tune into that and you let things guide you, your life is so much more. And for me, the safety thing, I controlled I manipulated my life the way that I thought would keep me safe, my kids safe, the most expansive, we would have what we need. But in doing that, I limited myself to the possibilities of what could. And I'm not upset about it because I got to where I am today and my children are wonderful. I was able to keep my house all this time and do all the things. I'm thankful for that security and safety, but now... It's like, okay, now I want that yes and. I want adventure. I want challenge. I want to step into fear. I want to know not know how. I want to trust. And I want to live life fully. So there's a story about some of my conditioning that was beautiful in a way for many, many years of my life and now it's time to let go. I would love for you to take with this, if any thoughts or inspirations or maybe experiences showed up for you, write it down. Share the story. Write it all down. If nothing showed up for you, take a moment to think, what is something that I've been keeping myself small or safe in Notice if there's something that you've been holding yourself back from and ask yourself why. Most likely there's something from conditioning and that's okay because it brought you to where you're at. But what can happen if you start to let go of that? I appreciate you. I love you. Till next time. My hope is that you walked away with something today that has opened your mind, your heart, or both. Listening to new perspectives not only help you grow and expand, but it helps humanity as a whole. So if you have someone that you feel would benefit from this podcast and you feel that you want to share, please do. Also, would love to connect with you on Instagram. So please follow me at Miranda J. Mitchell. One last thing. If this episode left you with any ahas and insights, take 30 seconds of your time and leave a review on Apple Podcasts. This is the only way I know you are loving the content and connection in this space. And if you want to know more or wondering how we can work together, please go to Miranda-Mitchell.com. Click on the contact in the menu and send me a message. Sending you all love. Till next time.